Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Relatable Thoughts. Today is another wonderful episode in the works. It's also the beginning of August, which is such a wonderful time. I mean, it (laughs) isn't so wonderful um, if you are afraid of summer ending because it means, you know, summer's kind of ending. But I hope you get to treasure these next couple of weeks and recognize that, you know, new things are happening. Maybe you're getting ready to go back to college. Maybe it's your first time going back to college. Maybe you're like me and you've just finished college and now you're just like, well, I guess I just work forever. It's like in the B movie where (laughs) Barry Benson, you got to watch this movie if you haven't seen it. He's like, so you just are going to work us to death? And they're like, we'll sure try. (laughs) That's kind of how it feels. No, honestly, things are good. And I hope things are going well. I understand, though, um, if you're nervous about the future, you're worried, you don't know what you're doing or you feel like you're just really anxious it's okay totally 100 percent normal and like one real quick tip if you're you know as you're preparing for college as you're preparing to go back into the semester as whatever you are scared about one of the best antidotes to that fear is connecting with yourself is recognizing that it's okay for you to have it is connecting and loving yourself and saying that you are greater than it you stand amidst all the fear but you are not a part of it and that by connecting to yourself the decisions will become clear the opportunities of how you're supposed to proceed what you're supposed to do because you have your back and you know that everything is figure outable and honestly this is what i've been working on with my clients it's been an amazing thing to experience and i know some of them are finishing up it's been you know it's sad that like we won't continue to meet necessarily but um, I, it is also a great opportunity for more of you to participate. And so I have two spots kind of opening up. If any of you are interested in one-on-one coaching in figuring out what do you want to do with your life in getting clarity about the future and not feeling so much anxiety about the things that you desire to do with your life and to also make yourself not feel so wrong and think that something is wrong with you. If you desire to break free from that and find confidence, you totally should sign up for a free coaching call. It's totally free, 30 minutes. It's the best thing you'll ever do. I promise, 100%. Took me a while to be convinced of it, and look at me now. I'm doing this, and it's wonderful. Anyway, that's just a quick little plug, but I really want to get into today's episode. I know it's kind of strange because we're talking about parenting, especially hearing from a wonderful person um, who is a parenting coach helping moms get through the thick of it You know, in those early stages. And I imagine some of you our young moms or dads or maybe even older moms and dads and we'll still learn something from this but even for those of you who aren't even close to that stage of parenting like I am like me um, I got a lot of value from this I get a lot of value from understanding it because it's something that I desire for myself in the future to have a family and these are the sorts of thoughts 
that I'm going to have to work on and we make it apply to everybody. So if you are in the thick of it when it comes to parenting um, and thinking, are you good enough for this? Or wondering, can you even do this when it comes to marriage and dating and having a family and having kids and letting those kids grow up in whatever stage you are, whatever season you are, this episode is 100% for you and it's going to be awesome. So let's take it away with my interview with Emily Wardrop. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I have an amazing special guest today. I guess all my guests are special, but this one's extra special because I have the amazing um, Emily Wardrop, otherwise known as Drop the War Life Coaching. That, or I don't know, that's who you are like as a coach. Anyway, <laughs> On Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great intro. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm super excited because we met um, at Mastermind. So that's kind of the convention for life coaches to come and get inspired meet other people. And we just met on the plane ride home and had an amazing conversation. And it was just a lot of fun. And so ever since then, I've been like, yeah, you're awesome. So I think you need to be on um, the podcast at some point. So um, for all my wonderful listeners, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I was going to tell that same story. So oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I thought that was a fun conversation too. And I've always been like, whoa, Caleb is awesome. This is so fun. So <laughs> yes, I'm Emily Wardrop, Drop the War Life Coaching, play on my last name. Um, I help moms of young kids drop power struggle wars, drop the war in their own head, drop mom guilt, all the good things. And especially I want every mom on the planet to believe that she is a good mom. So I don't know if you have moms listening, maybe you have future moms listening, dads, <laughs> we always forget about the dads, yeah, you know, you got to include the dads. dads need to believe they're good dads too, but you know, I can <laughs> only focus so much. <laughs> so right. you, got, you, anyway, got your you can apply it to whatever gender you are. Right. But if you care about kids and you want to have kids, then I believe that you are a good parent <laughs> inherently because our desires tell us who our true self really is. And so if you have a desire to be a parent, then you already are a good parent. I always wanted to be a mom. Like I was one of those nerds. <laughs> like when you're a kid, you know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was on the news when I was a freshman in high school because we were class of 2000. So they thought, uh -huh. Ooh, we'll follow the class of 2000. And I'm on there like on the news in Knoxville, Tennessee going, I just want to be a mom. I'll go to college for the experience, but I just want to be a mom. And I went to college for the experience and still didn't get married. I was, I went on a mission, came home, thought I'd get married right away. Not so much. I came out to Utah to find a husband, thought that would be a good place to find a Mormon husband. <laughs> not so much. So I was not a mom as soon as I thought I would be because I couldn't find that dang husband. Um, but as soon as I did find him, we did get on it right away. And, <laughs> um, and ever since then, I've just, we've just been having babies. So I have five <laughs> kids under my oldest just turned eight. He was baptized a couple of months ago mm -hmm. and my youngest is nine months old and it is crazy. So I always wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And then once I was a mom, it was not really like living my dream. Some days it was more like, a nightmare. <laughs> and so I was like, what is the deal? You know? And so that is when I found life coaching that really, really helped me. Cause I had no idea where my feelings came from. 
your listeners probably know that their feelings come from their thoughts, right? I, I always remind them, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, everyone needs to know this. So I found out where my feelings were coming from. That was half the battle. And I've been working on that for years and years and years, but I still never had that last piece where I believed that I was a good mom. I thought that what I did made me a terrible mom, right? Because if you yell at your kids, you're a bad mm. mom. That's what I thought. I think that's what most people think. And that's why I have a job (laughs) because that's what we all think. But I finally realized like I am those two words. It's a name of Jehovah in the Old Testament, right? So I Mm -hmm. am is um, when I say I'm a terrible mom or I am impatient, I'm taking the Lord's name in vain. Like he is not impatient. He is not a terrible mom. He's no mom at all. Right. But, um, but God made me, God is good. I am good. The end, like dead stop, mic drop. That's it. That's all there is to it. We come to earth and we're mortals. And so we're imperfect and we do a bunch of stupid stuff. And that's why we have the atonement. And that's part of the plan. It's not like in case they mess up, it's like, God knew that we would be down here messing up like crazy. And there's nothing that makes you mess up more than being a parent. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you learn when you're a kid, I'm a child of God and you believe it. And then in young women's, you're a beloved daughter of God and you believe it until you start making mistakes. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm terrible. I'm an awful person. I'm horrible. No, you're not. You're still a daughter of God or a son of God. <laughs> I'm like looking right at you. Yeah. Um, all the people are children of God right? And we forget that because we think that what we do is who we are. What we do is just what we do. It's something mm-hmm. else. Who we are inside is who we are. Yeah. And so I love to use a, I don't know if this story is even true, but you know how they say they asked Michelangelo how these, they made the amazing statues. And he says, I just chip away at the marble until David appeared. Right. Uh-huh. And so I feel like I am David inside that marble and there's lies, there's limiting beliefs, there's cultural stuff. There's the way I was raised. There's everything is my marble that's like blocking me in and I think that's who I am I'm not that Mm. I'm like a perfect beautiful sculpture underneath right right and and so that's what I do as a life coach is I help people shed the marble (laughs) and believe who they are inside so when I believe I'm a good mom is it okay if I just rant and rave forever you don't even you keep going for a little bit I'll interject (laughs) okay (laughs) um so when I believe I'm a good mom when I have a human moment, like I'm all stressed out and I take it out of my kids, you know, then I know that I still am a good mom. It's like, I just freaked out at my kids and I am still a good mom. Then it like helps me keep perspective, you know, instead of like beating myself up and I get even more and more and more down in the trenches of the negative emotion. But if it's like, I feel impatient right now, not I am impatient, right? Because there's no such thing as an impatient. There's not like a thing. Yeah. It's, like I am a daughter of God and I feel impatient. It's yes. just a feeling. And we know like feelings are not a problem that you need to fix. You just feel them through and carry on with life. Right. But yeah. when we make it a problem, then we pile on all the problems on top of that. So, oh, and then you also don't start showing up the way that you want to exactly with your kids. Cause that's just like piling that on top of yourself is like, I mean, I've just seen it in my own life is that you, you just start not showing up the way you want to. And then you get on your own case and then it only makes things worse. And so, yeah, I love this beautiful idea of like, it's just about like being you, that you exist beyond all this. And I want to really, really wanted to hit on the point of like, you aren't what you do. Yeah. Like that is, I mean, I think us as young people, like 
that's like all we think about or like in high school that's how I was like programmed to think basically like just because that's how I, I enjoyed it I liked it you know like oh if I do this if I do really well in school if I get these grades like that means I'm successful that means like I am doing well in my life that means I am good like yeah. I'm a good student I'm good I'm all these things and when that image starts to falter or when, or more importantly, we start to falter under that image because of the pressure. Yep. And then like, we begin to think that something is wrong with us rather than doubting the fact that it's just the image that we've created. It's the, the marbles, so to speak, as you said, that we've encased ourselves around and we're saying, well, clearly we aren't worthy or good because of this thing, rather than saying like, no, we've actually just made it mean that like, what we do is our worth rather than what has always been true is who we are as children yeah. of God or whatever you choose to believe, find that definition of worth mm -hmm. and ground yourself in it. And that is actually going to do far more for you than grounding yourself in, I, you know, I'm worthy because of my works, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. I think it's so funny because Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School, where we both certified, right? Mm -hmm. She teaches us this. She teaches us that we're 100% worthy, that we're 100% valuable, that there's nothing you can do to make you better. And then I'm like, well, then why are we coaching people? <laughs> like, isn't that the point of self-help is to try to get better? And so that like dichotomy in my head, like never made sense. And yeah, I always grew up knowing that I was a child of God. And so I knew that I was 100% worthy, 100% valuable. I'm like, why does life coach have to teach me this? Didn't I learn this at church? Like <laughs> ever since nursery, right? And so, but it was just jiggy in my head until I finally kind of like clicked it together. And I don't know if I'm explaining my click very well. Yeah, it's like who I am just is like the end. And then what I do, what my kids think about me, what other people think about me, what my mom thinks of me, like none of that is who I am. Like I just am good. And yeah. my identity, it's like I said at the beginning, like your desires is who you are, right? And so if you desire to be, what was it in high school that you desired to be that kind of gave you your identity? Oh, I, I mean, I, desired to be, I don't know, like good student. I yeah. had good, good grades or just like yeah. even good at the violin. That was like my whole thing back in the day. So, right. <laughs> and then when you give it up, it's like, wait, who am I then? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you are, you were a good student because you made good grades, but it's more like you desired to be a good student and that's who you were. And when you believe that, then you made good grades. But then as soon as somebody else made better grades than you, then your whole identity, identity comes toppling down. But it's like, when we believe that we all are good because we're all sons and daughters of God, then like we can all lift each other up. It's not like the competition that kills each other's identities. Yeah. And then and, we lose comparison off out of that. And then we lose all the drama in that as well. Yeah. Like no one can, I mean, obviously we will still probably get hurt from people, but those are just feelings. They can't hurt us or they can't impact us unless we allow them to. And it, and it can't like, it doesn't mean anything about our worth, what, you know, exactly. other people are doing. Right. even though that's like everything <laughs> we think yeah. about or what they think of us and of yeah. course we've heard that only sociopaths don't care what other people think of them so that's not really the goal is to 100 percent not care what other people think yeah or like of course the compare and despair is always going to be there like it's just part of our more mortal way our brains were programmed for some reason mm -hmm. 
uh, probably because opposition in all things, right? Like, uh, yeah, we got to learn. And, yeah. And um, anyway, it's all part of our learning and growth and it's all good. It's just, it's just something we got to figure out. Yeah. And I, I think the important distinction is making it clear what, where your worth is, because that's yeah. going to ultimately make already these, you know, pretty difficult obstacles in your life, a lot easier to go through and because you're going to be on your side rather than attacking yourself. Like, like that's the only thing we don't need. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have hard feelings. You're going to have hard experiences. Like parenting is, I imagine from your perspective is not easy, Mm -hmm. but like, if you are on your side, it's definitely a whole lot more possible rather than well, like might as well attack myself during all these hard things. Yeah, exactly. Like I always say, well, lots of life coaches say this, but I always say it for sure (laughs) to moms. You cannot beat yourself up better. We think we can. I don't know where we got that because it never works. It has never worked. It doesn't work. And so all the self-compassion is where you, you get quote unquote better. Right. Yeah. But really it's just getting back to who you really are. You know, it's not like I'm here and there's this elusive, perfect mom out there or perfect person or whatever it is you're trying to be. That's like good, you know, or whatever. And it's like, I have to get there. There's no there. Like your potential is already inside of you. And when you believe that, then you can just shed all the other layers that are keeping her from showing up. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, yeah, it's just magic. Like it's hard to explain, but you really, and it's actually as simple as the model, right? That we learn as life coaches because believe, where does that go? If I believe I'm a good mom, it's a thought that I keep on thinking, right? Is what a belief is. And so when I am a good mom is in my thought line, guess how I'm going to feel? Guess how I'm going to show up. Like you said, you show up better when you think that. And then my result is that I am a good mom right? So it's just that simple. <laughs> it's just working the model. When I think I'm a good mom, then I am a good mom, right? Believe yeah. to achieve, right? In my elementary school lo- slogan or whatever it was, was believe achieve. I'm like, I did not get it until a hundred years later when I met a life coach. <laughs> oh, now I get how oh. you believe, right? Or the little engine that could, right? I think I can. I think I can. Right. And like whenever my kids say I can't, I'm like, all right, then you can't. Like, I can't help you if you've already decided you can't do it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm not going to force you to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And if you think you can't put your seatbelt on, then all right, I'll put it on for you. And when you're ready to believe that you can do it, then I'll teach you how, because then you will be able to. But when you put that mental block by saying you can't, then you can't, you're right. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. So um, we've already kind of dived a lot into it, but I love asking this question anyway. And so if it's like a little bit more emphasis on the same thing, more nuance or something entirely different, let's go for it. But um, what do you believe is like the one thing that you've implemented or learned that's changed your life completely that you like think everyone, like everyone listening needs to know or like needs to begin doing now? What is this thing? I am a good mom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we'll I talk mean, about kind it more because it's right? the thing. It's the thing <laughs> that changes everything. So I'm doing a webinar on Friday um, and I call the webinar how to be a good mom because everyone wants to know how to be a good mom. Mm-hmm. But the secret I'll tell you 
is you already are. <laughs> that's the one. That's the secret. That's the thing that you got to believe. So if I want to be a good student, believe that you are a good student and then you will become a good student. Yeah. So it's kind of like the future self work that we do as life coaches, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't like thinking of it as my future self. Cause that's feels so far away. Like I already am. Yes. And I can't even tell you the magic that happens. Like when I think I'm a good mom, I get over it faster. When I lose my temper, I get over it faster when my kids lose their tempers. It's like, it's just like the magic sauce that I just drizzled all over my life. And all of a sudden everything is where I thought it should be. But I was like digging around and like, and I can't, it like, so this is where we usually teach people as life coaches. We're like, you're a 50, 50 mom. You're a good mom and you're a bad mom. You're a terrible mom and you're a great mom. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to be a good mom more than 50% of the time. <laughs> like I wasn't having that. And so now I believe I am a good mom and I do a bunch of crap and that doesn't affect who I am. Yeah. You are not who, what you do. You are not how you feel. You are not what your kids think of you. You just are. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I don't know how else to explain it, but my other analogy is like the acorn and the oak tree. Yeah. Like you don't look at the little acorn and be like, you're such a terrible oak tree, right? <laughs> like you just know it's like all the potential is there, but it's not like potential in like a discouraging way. Like you're not there yet. You got to get better. Like you are who you are right now. And that's great. And yes, there's learning and development and growth in this life. And that's what it's all about. But, um, but yeah, you can't beat up that acorn to make it grow. You right. can nourish it with the self-compassion and the grace and the. Yeah. It's a potential that's inevitable. Like yes. you simply just allow it to do what it's doing. Like it will occur. Yeah. That's already its destiny. And so I think that's like for each and every one of us that like have a desire in our lives, especially I think for a lot of us, like we all either want to be parents or we are in the beginning of parenthood, or maybe you're well along the way. I don't know where you are, but I think that's a big desire when it comes to family and wondering if they're going to be good enough or going to be ready enough or like um, capable, mm-hmm. like just, especially with the overload of information that we have mm-hmm. in like what it means to be a good parent or not. And a lot yes. of people complaining about like how their parent and childhoods like were terrible. And not to say that yeah. there aren't, there definitely are. I mean, these are just thoughts, but like, that's definitely like a truth for these people. And so it can be kind of overwhelming and like anxiety driven, <laughs> driving for a lot of people to be like, I, I've felt it before where you're like, well, how am I even going to be a parent? How can I do this? It just, it can seem really overwhelming. Yet I love this idea that you're bringing about by just like reaffirming what is already true about us, the truth about us being naturally inherently good, no matter what. Therefore, it is an inevitable that we'll be exactly the kind of parents we're supposed to be, which is good, yes. good for our children, good for our families, good for ourselves. Um, and even if, you know, you're not in that stage of family, apply it to the other thing that you want to be. Like, like you said, I want to be a good student. Like you already are a good student. Now let's just see where that inevitability is going to take you. Like right now in my job, it's really easy to be like, well, I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I'm not good at hey, it, but right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's the acorn inevitability is going to happen. Why? sow the seed of discouragement and doubt at the very beginning when all that's going to do is corrupt the seed and you're just going to be, you're ruining your potential. 
that's what ruins potential. It's not you. Yeah. It's the doubt that's created. It's, it's this influence of disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many thoughts while you were talking, <laughs> but two <laughs> things. So I love that you bring up, um, cause I think that a lot of people are scared to be parents. Right. And legitly so like it's the real deal right yeah so people always ask me as I was adding more kids like which one's the hardest transition you know like from two uh, to three uh-huh. or three to four or whatever and I always say from zero to one like <laughs> when in fact getting married was really hard too because you go from being a single person who just takes care of themselves all the time to having to coordinate like where you want to eat for dinner every yeah. day or like what you want to eat for dinner or whatever even better if you're gonna eat at home good <laughs> um but yes like every decision has to be like coordinated with another person it's the real deal and then on top of that you are 100 responsible for another human being like it's legit if you're scared to do it and it's even scarier when you see all the content out there like i was all about like reading the parenting books like they were the scriptures and this one says you're supposed to do this and this one says you're supposed to do that and i'm like how does it I called my sister who had like a hundred kids already. And she's like, throw those books away. (laughs) Like we know how to parent our kids inherently. Like God gave us these kids because you're the perfect person for them to raise Mm -hmm. and and the perfect person to mess them up in the perfect ways. Like you just have to believe that you will not be perfect. You will not be perfect. You are a good parent, but you will not be a perfect parent. And that is what your kids need. Like if we were supposed to be perfect parents and the scriptures would tell us exactly how to do it, but they don't, because we have to learn how to use our own intuition, follow the Holy ghost, do Mm. what's right for our own family. So that expert who knows about getting babies to sleep Maybe she does, but she hasn't met my baby and she hasn't met me and my family and what's best for us, I have. So I know what's best for my family. So any of your listeners who are scared to have kids, feel the feels <laughs> like they're <laughs> legit, it's fine, but it's just a feeling. You can feel scared and do it anyway, right? Be brave. And, um, and then trust that God will help you because he made you, he's going to help you make those babies. And it's all going to be exactly the mess that it's supposed to be yes. <laughs> for everyone's growth and learning. And then the other thing I kind of leans into that is I call it a divine algorithm Mm. is how like, I guess I already said it is that your kids and you are like so completely individual, like every single person, it blows my mind how every single person is so individual. Yeah. And then you have the exact experience in this life that you're supposed to be having in this life. And, um, and the way your parents mess up you and the way you're going to mess up your kids, it's all part of the plan. And when you can trust in that, then you're not like so paralyzed by fear that you don't know what to do. And you are seeking out the experts to tell you how to raise this baby. There is one book though, if you have people in the baby phase called the happiest baby on the block, it's like, let's figure out how to actually physically take care of a baby. That's important. Mm. But then once they're three months old, good luck. Like (laughs) after that, do, you know, whatever you feel like is best. And yeah, you can read the blogs and listen to the podcast and whatever, but don't use it to beat yourself up again. You'll never beat yourself up better. If your baby is crying and you are like, I'm not supposed to go in there. If I go in there one time, then she's going to think I always go in there and that she'll never learn how to sleep. And we catastrophize the crap out of life. We're like, they're going to be under a bridge because they're not like, eating vegetables, like whatever it is that we're making this stuff up. It's like, let's just slow it down, get present. What do I want to do right now? Do I want to go in there and help that sleeping baby? Do I want to make this kitty eat its vegetables or not? Like, I don't have to do what my parents did. I don't have to do what my mother-in-law thinks I should be doing. I just do what I feel good doing and trust in that. And then you will be a good parent because you are. And also because 
Like you will even be doing the things and it doesn't matter what anybody else looks yeah. like. Mark, that mom can like raise her kids however she wants and she can judge you for raising yours however you're doing it. And of course, you're always going to feel that a little bit. But when you have your own back and knowing like I am good and I'm doing the best I can and I'm messing them up just in the perfect way, <laughs> then <laughs> those are the thoughts that have helped me anyway. I love it. I think this is first off an excellent perspective. And I think a lot of people are going to really appreciate this because one, I mean, I have no expertise in any of this. <laughs> so I think it's just like, yeah, like this makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I just love the whole idea of embracing the scary. I think that's just a big thing that like, um, just comes down to it. Like, I don't know what previous generations have gone through. Basically, you know, we're always told like they just did it. Yeah. I'm sure they had lots of thoughts going on. And so that means that like, I, I really want to reiterate the idea that you are not alone when it comes to your fear or whatever is scaring you or whatever you feel like you're being held back in especially if you're not alone and like doubting your worth as I, we can talk about as a parent or just who you are, or this idea, if even if you are ready to like get married and start a family or figure out your life, like we haven't even gone into the idea of like, maybe you don't even have a partner <laughs> perspective, but like, um, I just love this idea. Like you aren't alone in that. It's so easy to think like, I must be the only one thinking these thoughts. I must be the only one who doesn't know how to take care of my kids <laughs> or like, or feels like they're all, they're doing a bad job when in fact that is everybody's experience and yeah. we're all it's kind of programmed in our brain to think that mm -hmm. I think it's an experience we all are all are meant to have because one it helps us learn it helps us to grow it helps us to I think we can reach out from it we're like oh my gosh I gotta get some help or at least talk to someone about it but I really think like on a religious for me a religious level it helps us like reach out to the savior and feel what it's like to be like in his shoes just a little bit especially you know being a parent alone that helps you like feel like god <laughs> in a sense of like having children and what it's like to be like yep i'm gonna raise you but at the same time you get your own life you get to choose what this life is yes and, that's a whole another podcast for another day yeah i know we don't want to dive into parenting that. that's what i call it uh, yeah <laughs> i just but but i i the real point I want to emphasize from what you were saying is one, you have a lot of great advice, which is wonderful, but two is just recognizing that like you aren't alone, yeah. you aren't alone in what is going on in your life and in your thoughts and in your feelings, especially in your feelings. If you feel like depressed, anxious, scared, um, totally okay. Mm -hmm. All these thoughts. Okay totally fine if you hate your kids that is totally <laughs> fine it doesn't mean you're a bad mom or right. dad or whatever so, so i good. don't know if you have anything to add to that <laughs> oh so much but <laughs> um yeah i just was thinking about when i was single if i was listening to this like what would i want to hear i yeah. just I like how you said the inevitability when we're talking about the acorn and the oak tree, you know? So I, if you have a desire to be a mom, you will be, and you don't know what it'll look like yet, but it is who you are because you desire that and it's inevitable. And so if you want to be married before you have kids, <laughs> like then you have a desire to be married. Like it's inevitable. Like you need to check your thoughts and see how they're creating your current reality and change your thoughts in order to get the reality 
that you're meant to have. Like if you have that desire, you, sorry for all the likes. <laughs> um, if you have the desire, then that is who you are and it's inevitable. You just gotta get a coach to help you figure out <laughs> your thoughts <laughs> to make to make it show up in your art line, right? Yeah. And go on a hundred dates. Right? Yeah, that works. I mean, it'll work. No, I love this idea. I I think this whole conversation coming to like a summation around the idea of inevitability mm-hmm. and by basing your worth on what's true, what's the truth, which is like yeah. that you are a son or daughter of God, that you have these great, amazing desires and that you are honoring them by believing in them and by believing in yourself that it is inevitable and it's totally 100% true it's all going to come from down to your faith, to your belief, to your thoughts, specifically what is going on in your head? What is, what is the story that you are telling yourself about, you know, whatever stage of life you're out as yourself as a student, yourself as, uh, you know, in dating yourself in married life, yourself as a parent in all the stages, it's, it's just the truth. And yes, plug you should definitely get a coach to help you with that. It changed my life. And like that, I can't go back. I can't go back to like looking at my thoughts on my own. Cause it wasn't working. I thought that's how you did life and it just wasn't working. And it's so clear to me to see now you need help looking at it. And there's lots of ways you can do that. You have to figure out for yourself, find what works for you. But just to be honest, I think life coaching works. So yeah. And even coaches need coaches, right? Like dentists need dentists. 100%. There's no, oh, that's funny. I like that. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I was going to say about fear is a misuse of your imagination. So if you're sitting around in anxiety, imagining your future, being scared of it, then consciously redirect your brain to come up with whatever you want. It's your imagination, right? You can imagine your future, mm-hmm. however you want it. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Like maybe, um, maybe you're not married, maybe you don't have kids, but you can imagine the most happily ever after. And then you can make it happen because you've already created it spiritually in your mind. You've thought about it. You've created it. Now go make it happen. It's not going to happen when you just sit there, like using your imagination, the other direction, like imagining the worst case scenario in parenting too. It's really important because our brains go crazy as moms, like that kid is about to like, you know, and then you can see the blood and gore and all this stuff in your head and you're like, uh, no, <laughs> that kid is just fine, <laughs> you know, and you take the knife away from them or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, just, just use your imagination intentionally to create the life that you want to create. Yeah, you're, you have control over your brain, therefore you can choose. Mm-hmm. Obviously there are gonna be moments when it just feels like you don't and you're kind of helpless and those are gonna be difficult, but it's always about reminding yourself exactly what you said. You have control, you can decide. Like, what if we imagine the other side of the spectrum of the positive and mm-hmm. what is possible and what's exciting and amazing, not just this doom and gloom that <laughs> is so easy to fall yeah. into. You can be sitting in your apartment. Let me just give you an example. And you're like, I'm going to imagine walking out the door and walking over to a restaurant and getting food all by myself. And then he walks in like, and, <laughs> and it's like a TV moment where we both know that we finally met the one. And I just knew I was supposed to walk over to that restaurant right at that moment. Like be a movie creator of your own life. You really can. And then if it doesn't happen that way, that's fine. <laughs> like make up something else, you know, yeah. until what you want 
happens because when you're focused on what you don't want, you just get more of what you don't want. Yes, exactly. Ah, this has been amazing. I have loved this. Is there any last minute things, touch-ups, wrap-ups you want to address before we kind of close this amazing episode? Well, what came to mind is just cut your mom some slack. She did the best she could. She yes. is a good mom. She and is. she also is an imperfect human who tried her best. And, you know, you learned a lot of good lessons from her imperfections. Yeah. Like you are exactly the kind of person because of her. Yeah. You never want to go back on who you are. Yeah. And it's totally because I love that. Well, yeah, let's finish that. Thank you to all of the moms out there. Yes. Helped us become who we are and we're exactly who we're supposed to be. And I'll include the dads there too. They did yes. some help. They did some good. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. I love that. Oh yeah. Tell your mom and dad, you love them and thank them, forgive them, whatever you need to do. And I don't know where you are in your relationships with them and obviously respect the boundaries that you have, but yeah, I think communicate that to yourself because it's going to do a world of help for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's a great plug. Anyway, okay. Where me. can people find right. you? Tell us, tell us all the details. Okay, dropthewarlifecoach.com is my website. So go there. There's all sorts of fun stuff. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Drop the War Life Coach. And that's all you gotta know, I guess. Yeah. So um, I think this episode is gonna come out this week. So if you want, if you hurry, there, if you hurry, you can, um, it's how to be a good mom webinars happening this Friday as well. Um, I bet it's gonna be great content. If you miss it, I'm sure Emily's going to be doing lots of other wonderful things. Um, go check out that website, Instagram, or share it with someone basically that is probably in the thick of it, in the thick of it when it comes to parenting. Um, I know some of all of us probably, if even if we're you know single, we don't have kids, this is going to be a great episode to refer to, but we all definitely know someone who's like, oh my gosh, they need help as a parent, <laughs> or they're just, or they're just, you know, yeah, they're struggling just with support. It. You know, support. it's not, you may not feel like you're in crisis, but like you said earlier, you probably feel alone because you get together with your mom friends and yeah, you complain about the kids a little bit. And so you feel a little better that other people are going through the same thing. <laughs> but if you're tired of mucking around with your friends, then a life coach can, you know, get you out of the muck or yeah, just listen to the content and you'll see I'm in the thick of it. <laughs> yeah. You are not alone. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you again. This has been a wonderful episode. Thank you for being on the podcast and sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Caleb. Anytime. And we'll see y'all next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode is sponsored by Emily Wardrop. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and teaching us so much value today about parenting. A special shout out to Colby for signing up for a free coaching call. You're amazing. And to all of you, keep it spicy.